Hi, it's Michelle. And this is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter. It's September, past Labor Day. Thank unions for many things. Mm-hmm. Um, it has just come out today that seven months ago, President Trump told Bob Woodward that he knew how serious coronavirus was and he was going to downplay it. After which he lied about knowing how serious coronavirus was and... Downplayed it. Downplayed it. Yeah. So, and Bob Woodward, Woodward sat on those tapes for seven months. Which just gives journalists a bad name. But it does. even more important than that, Trump is responsible for the deaths of, at this moment... 190,000 Americans. Americans. Soon to be 200,000. Probably be quarter mil before the end of the month. So we are first going to take a moment of silence for everyone who died. Starting now. I did turn the ring off. I asked Gail to put it on vibrate so we didn't get that noise after the minute was up, but we did. Life doesn't go as planned. Nope. However, you should have a plan. (laughs) And that plan should not involve lying to save the stock market. No. Because America is in shambles now. We've done everything badly. They're having... um, Concerts now with bunches of people in indoor dining in Wuhan and Italy's pretty much returned to normal, but we are not going to return to normal for a very long time because coronavirus is a real thing and it is out of control in America. Americans cannot go to other countries because we're plague carriers at the moment. Yeah, it's just because horrifying. Trump lied. Trump did not care how many Americans died on his watch. No. He deliberately downplayed yes. how bad this was because he's a sick man. Yes, and all he cares about is his ego. They're not testing asymptomatic people, and testing asymptomatic people is one of the ways that you stop the spread of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, And there are even people who are symptomatic who are refusing to be tested because they don't want to increase the numbers because they're... They've been brainwashed. Yes. And it is obviously a cult. If you are still in the cult of Trump, I have no idea why you're listening to this podcast, but we are not friends. We will never be friends. (laughs) You're part of the problem. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you want to actually be on the force of good, vote for Biden-Harris. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I hope whoever you are listening to this, you are registered to vote because the only way possible to show your condolences for those deaths and the upset of those lives is to vote out every Republican that you can at every level, especially in the federal administration who have supported Trump. Yep. He's turned the Department of Justice into his private lawyers. They are attacking E. Jean Carroll, who is suing Trump in a defamation case from uh, trigger warning. Well, I suppose I should put the trigger warning on the thing Mm -hmm. for having for rape. Um, 20 years ago mm-hmm. and so rather than um, don't give a DNA sample Trump is sticking the Department of Justice on them, Bill Barr Bill Barr needs to be impeached he's yes. completely undermined the Department of Justice's integrity yes and whistleblowers, did you read about the whistleblowers today? yes, that was fun uh-huh. um, yeah, there's a an official in the Department of Homeland Security who says that he was told to downplay things like Russia's involvement in the election and the uh, the horrors of the perpetrated by white supremacists. That's the fact that because it they uh, because it would upset Trump. Well, it's not even someone in the Homeland Security. It's like the acting head of Homeland. It's just an act, the acting head of Homeland. It's somebody high up. It was like the, well, he was demoted to like the assistant to the deputy secretary of Homeland Security. He, well, he, this is a guy who was writing intelligence briefings for the president and yeah. the, uh, the secretaries. And yeah, I don't know if they went to Congress too or not, but yeah, he was writing the intelligence briefings and being told no, don't write about that because it will upset the president. Yeah, and he refused to cave on the white supremacist thing, and so they just stopped. They just canceled the report. Mm-hmm. And but, demoted him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, white supremacy is the biggest threat in America today. You could probably tell that if your news is anything but Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, the White House is in the full grip of Nazis and white supremacists. Mm-hmm. There are people flying Confederate flags in Maine. There's no fucking way you should be flying a Confederate flag in Maine. Maine is a Union state. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, the Confederates didn't get anywhere near Maine. Maine is like as far away as you could have gotten from the Confederates and yeah. stay in the United States. Yeah, I mean, I don't get what the charm of loser flags is. Yeah, we were having car trouble and driving through some of the deep red parts of York County over the weekend where there were confederate flags flying and people with pickup trucks with confederate flags and trump flags in the bed and it's like why why do you need to do this because they're small small people (laughs) Mm -hmm. who think they should own other people which is just as as will ever be and will always be appalling yeah much like Trump. So, anyway, register to vote. Check your registration. Vote in person if you can. If Take, you'll be safe doing if it. If it'll be safe doing it. But if you can, and if you're safe, vote in person if you can. There's a drive to recruit poll watchers because since under-18s can't vote, but you can be 16, or poll worker. You can be 16 mm-hmm. and be a poll worker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's organizations out there. Um, yeah, because um, places are having a hard time getting poll workers because 
most of the time poll workers are old, older retired people and those people are quarantining because yeah. of coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah, if you feel like you're capable of doing that, register to be a poll worker because we need a fair and free election. Yeah, really. And really we need do. everybody to vote. There needs to be a landslide. Voting is a privilege. We need everybody to vote Democratic because Trump doesn't care how many Americans he kills. Voting is a right. Voting is a right. Don't he, let them take it away from don't you. Let you t- yeah, don't let them take your right away from you. You have a say in how yeah. things are governed. And that's part of how they suppress the vote, by making you think that it doesn't matter and Trump's going to win in a landslide. And yeah. But it matters. They would not be trying so hard to take the vote away if it didn't matter and Trump did not win in the national vote last time, in the popular vote last time. And he's even less popular now, so mm-hmm. make sure you go out and vote. Make sure you are registered to vote. Make sure you haven't been purged from the polls, especially if you're in places like Georgia, because they purged enough people before the gubernatorial election that Kemp stole the election because he was the Secretary of State and purged all the people who would vote against him yeah. because Republicans can no longer win unless they cheat. And so they are cheating as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Don't vote twice. Voting twice is wrong. Yeah, but, yeah, and if you do a mail-in ballot, ballot, don't go to your polling place to check and see if your vote was counted because that defeats the entire purpose of having a mail-in ballot and it will just create chaos on election day, which is exactly what Trump wants. Yeah, he wants chaos. He wants anything to undermine the election. So in a common, orderly, and safe fashion, vote. And vote Biden, Harris. Harris, I'm I'm really impressed with Harris's energy and stuff, and Biden's been saying the right things, and Mm -hmm. I would really like for the rule of law to be restored because Trump is just breaking laws right and left, abusing the Hatch Act, using tax dollars to pay for everything. Using the White House as a backdrop for political speeches, and... Yeah. The the Republican convention was just such a horror. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about some of the stuff that we've been watching that's happy because... um, Or not happy, but has been... That isn't politics, because this is rough. This is rough for everybody between coronavirus news and political news. So you have to make sure to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to come back and tell you about some of the things that have been our break. So hang in there, and we will be right back. All right, and we're back, and we're going to transition to the entertaining kind of liar as opposed to Trump, who is the killing kind of liar, with The Great Pretender, which is a show on uh, anime on Netflix, and it's like con heist stuff. It's amazing. The, The... best Laurent is like supposed to be the best con artist in the world and he only steals from crooks yes it it is very entertaining and gorgeous to look at oh it's gorgeous and it's it's not exactly realism the colors are phenomenal it's like Mm -hmm. it's like water well it's like an acrylic painting it's 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 I don't even know what kind of painting it's like but it's just Phenomenal art. The colors are phenomenal. The plot is seamless. The first mm-hmm. arc, you you weren't even yeah. sure at the end until the very end who was on which side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't say anything more about the plot. Just yeah, because you, you gotta watch it. Yeah. It's just so. 
great. And the ending credits, they do yes. Freddie Mercury singing The Great Pretender. Yes, which is great with... And, and apparently the, the, the animation, there's cats in it, and some of them are based on his actual cats. So, yeah, watch the first episode, and if you're not hooked, at least watch the credits, because, oh, God, the art is amazing. Yeah, don't let Netflix cut off the credits. Yeah, at don't least let Netflix. Once. Yeah, don't let Netflix cut off the credit, because the end credits are amazing. That's one of the my favorite things about anime, is that sometimes you get these really awesome songs at the beginning and at the end. Mm-hmm. And the credit, the credit sequences themselves are works of art. Yeah. I mean, the Sakura Quest one in the first arc was great. Yeah. Um, Shirabaku, the um, mm-hmm. what is it like love letters? The yeah, I think it was love letters. Yeah, something that was amazing with the mm-hmm. puppets, the yes. bear and the yeah, magnetic love letters, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So watch the Great Pretender. Watch the credits. Um, BNA. I don't know if we talked about BNA, but BNA was also very good and mm-hmm. timely, and um, it's about. Um, there's what do they call them they're basically human animals humanoid animals beast men beast men mm-hmm. and women mm-hmm. um, and uh, they build a city for them so they're, they, they, this character catches beast manitis and is human but looks has the characteristics of a beast man except for she's got more powers than them right because she wasn't born that way. Yeah, and and so she ends up going to the city and getting involved in intrigue, and it's just really good. Mm-hmm. It was a, and the story, the character arcs were good, and yeah, they were. It built. It was one of those where the individual episodes were good, and the overall story was really gripping and full of quite a few surprises. Mm-hmm. And the characters, you cared about them, mm-hmm. and the art once was it a it, it really solid art. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those those are my two anime thing, and I'm watching Korra again, because Korra's on Netflix. Yes, and people give Korra a hard time, and I don't like the fact that they tortured Korra a lot more than they tortured Aang. But Korra is actually pretty good, and Korra is uh, the legend mm-hmm. of Korra. Um, there, there's some harsh stuff that happens to Korra, but her character's just phenomenal and Korasami turned out really well and I mean mm-hmm. that's with Korra I stopped watching it the first season because I wasn't going to put up with another show where um, the two female leads had great chemistry and they were just going to have them date random dudes and so I stopped watching for three seasons and then suddenly there started to be Korasami talking so I had to frantically go back and get Target to order the <laughs> seasons on video on DVD mm-hmm. so I could catch up <laughs> So that was a fun period where I just inhaled Cora. Mm-hmm. You and Flash. Me and Flash. Yeah. So, what have you been watching that? Uh, we've been watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Dick Van Dyke show, which is which is very very funny. Some of it is quite quite sexist, but if, it, but a lot of it is just just hilarious. Yeah, it's sexist. Yeah, it is. It's very husband and wife. Very, it's very sixties husband and wife, but it's also the humor stands up pretty well. Yeah. And I mean, there's so much physical humor, and office humor, and yeah. Well, even when they're being sexist, though, they're poking as much fun at the husband as the wife. That's true. They are. Yeah. 
And they've always got Sally there. And they've always got Sally there, who's unmarried and... But she does want a husband a lot. She's not really happy with the single life. Yeah, but she also stands up for herself. Yeah. That's true. And she doesn't want a husband enough to compromise. Right. Yeah, she doesn't marry or take the Herbing loser dude. Glemsher. Yeah. yeah, or the 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 guy who never who just wants to prove that he can doesn't well right. on all the bets. And right. He's obviously not in love with Sally. He's just proving a point. Right. And she's obviously an equal third of the business. Oh yeah, of definitely. Of the business of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is a great character, mm-hmm. Sally Rogers. Sally Rogers. Yeah, Rosemary is amazing. Yeah, Rosemary is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rosemary turned up on Twitter a couple of years ago. Yeah, right for, before a she year died. before, like yeah. a year for the year before she died. Yeah, yeah because there somebody was making a documentary about her. Right. That's and right. so she popped up on Twitter and discovered all of these people adored her. <laughs> yes. And it was just adorable. It was it the was, cutest it was so thing. So cute. Her, her whenever she popped up on my Twitter feed it was like, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, it was huge. You know, you grin. And Dick Van Dyke's still out there. Yeah, I mean he, he was in the Mary Poppins sequel. Yeah, that's right. And he, he even was. did a little dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever you see Dick Van Dyke, you grin. <laughs> yeah, you have to. How can you not? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the 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 Dick Van Dyke show is very solid. Holds up. Carl Reiner. Mm-hmm. Always funny. Yeah. Actually, we're working our way through the seasons. We haven't gotten to the part yet where Carl Reiner actually turns up as Alan Brady. So. Oh, those are yeah. fun. Yeah, I think maybe next season. He's been on The Voice, like, wasn't there one, or was that? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Carl Reiner, good stuff. Mm-hmm, good stuff. And we've also been playing Animal Crossing a lot. Yeah, you can get <laughs> Biden-Harris signs in Animal Crossing, by yeah, the way. Yes, you can. We haven't gotten ours yet, but you can. Yeah, but you can. Which is good, because people spend time there. Mm-hmm. AOC was wandering around people's islands, and you could come visit our island. It's called mm-hmm. Upstardia. Mm-hmm. Uh, just reach out to us and we'll give you the dodo code <laughs> yep there's a lot of trees i like trees i have trees and little spots of beach haven places yes we have these places like, like there's a beach chair that's surrounded by coconut trees and yeah. there's a pool that's surrounded by coconut trees <laughs> with a diner sign and then there's a beach chair and coconut trees and a skeleton too because for some reason a skeleton dropped out of a tree so I decided to put it on the beach yes it's, it's amazing to see every day what's going to fall out of a tree yeah it mm-hmm. really is so yeah we're having fun in Animal Crossing and we actually tag team because Gail likes to wander around and shake trees <laughs> and pick up shells and yeah so she wanders around and shakes trees and then I go and do sustainable forestry and lumbering mm. and, um, and we make lots of yeah. <laughs> whatever the hot item is of the day mm-hmm. and Gail likes to catch the bugs although it's catch and release but she hasn't run into the Blather sister yet no I wonder if people are doing Blather sister and various islanders fanfic because I keep <laughs> having the urge to write <laughs> waiting on the beach for the cute girl with her grumpy professor brother <laughs> uh. fanfic because yeah. she just pops up and talks about the stars and it's like this is kind of like a date in Animal Crossing. Yeah. You wait for, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cute owl chick. Mm-hmm. I'm too gay for everything, actually. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and I go visit other people's islands to 
or other islands that we have a couple of, I have a couple of friends in Animal Crossing and their islands are much more put together than ours although ours is actually for some reason I don't want to plant pear trees I have apple trees and orange trees and peach trees but no pear mm-hmm. trees although we did get a pear hat recipe did we? yeah to go with our leaf mask the leaf masks are really scary looking yes they are yeah, I don't know why we got a pear hat recipe. I should probably plant a token pear tree somewhere. Yeah, you probably should. Well, figure out where on the island we should plant a pear orchard, and I will take the five pears I have and plant an orchard. Okay. Yeah, but we tag team animal crossing pretty well. Oh, and every day I go get a new outfit. This is one of the highlights <laughs> of my day. I pick out my animal crossing outfit for the day, and I love it when the the, the label, or what her name is, the fashion person, pops up and you can go. Mm. You have to give her fashion advice. She gives you something like a sushi chef apron and you're supposed to turn it into work. Yeah. I just picked something with a tie. Mm. And so I tweet out my deli Animal Crossing fashion photo shoots. <laughs> so yeah, Animal Crossing has been keeping us a bit sane. And we started, broke down and started watching Christmas movies. But mm. we came up, we came across a really great one. Yeah. Honestly. It was called This Christmas. It was from 2007. 2007. The bad thing about it is Chris Brown is in it. The good thing about it is Idris Elba and Regina King are in it, and mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It is. And the music is impressive, and mm-hmm. the casting is impressive. And I may, I interrupted Gal when she was looking at the other actors who were in it, because the cast is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my really God. Are. It's, like, one of the best. It's, it's, it's like, top-tier Christmas movie in no way Hallmark Christmas cookie cutter. Yeah, definitely. Just straight-up good movie Christmas movie. So mm-hmm. this Christmas on Netflix, watch it when you're in the mood. Because it's fun. It's got some family sorting out moments. It's got some surprising moments. It's got... There's five kids. They mm. do sibling things. And this year... Why not start Christmas movies early? Yeah, why not start Christmas movies early? Because you got to... And apparently gay Christmas movies are coming out this year. The Hallmark, Hallmark's going to do a gay one, I think. And mm-hmm. there's the one with Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. So there's that to look forward to. Because I my my Christmas fanfic last year got uh, crunched by the pandemic. And I still kind of want to finish it. And I'm determined to finish it before I start this year. But this year, if I start one, I'm going to, like, write it before I post it. Because it's so frustrating to not finish things. Mm. But the pandemic kind of put a crunch in. Cheerful. Mm-hmm. And so many other things. And so many other things. In early March. Well, because we thought we'd been... We were, we were one of... In the early days of more people being exposed. Yeah, so actually, ex- like, six months ago tomorrow is when I was sent home from the office because someone might have been exposed. Yeah, I got, came, Gail pulled up outside and said, I have to tell you something before you get in the car. And that was that. And, I mean, the first couple of weeks we basically, you know, overdosed on elderberry tea and, and vitamin C and, and garlic. oil of oregano and, and trying to sleep, but it was very scary and very stressful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I'd be still working on the couch six months later. Yeah. So yeah, we've had uh, we we had our terror moments early yeah. on. Um, that's when we started quarantine theater, which we were 179 days into, and I've been writing some other stuff, trying to keep sane. And we did a lot of theater this summer. 
mm-hmm. we're doing some Poe in the fall. So right now I'm reading Poe, which is way too suited to the times. It really <laughs> is amazing how mm, how humans are still human. Yeah. I mean, even when you read like Samuel Pe- Pepsi's Peeps Diary from way back when, even when you read about like Egyptians and the, the notes monks wrote in the, <laughs> you know, the, the notes monks wrote in the, Ir- the Irish monks note wrote in scripture during the dark ages. Mm-hmm. Humans are always humans and there are the best of us and, you know, then there are the worst of us and we should, we have ended up with the worst of us in office. And so we need to vote them out and get back to being the best of us. And so, thank you for listening. Take care. Be well. Find something that makes you happy and makes you laugh at least a couple of times. And if nothing else, watch the Dick Van Dyke Show because it's a hoot. It's on Hulu. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Take care. Be well. We love you. Bye. Bye.